Welcome back to the Fearless Five podcast, and we're talking about Reiki today. You know, Reiki, the traditional hands-on Japanese healing technique. We're talking energy work, folks. Uh, it's just about the end of the month, and so a great time to talk about a little wrap-up of the activity we had on the Reiki Patreon for Destiny Architecture, which you can get to by going to destinyarchitecture.com. I'm your host of the Fearless Five podcast. My name is Heather Larson. I'm a certified transformational life coach and a Yusui Reiki master, also working on that yoga teacher training and more. Um, (laughs) There's so much more to come into all of the healing arts, right? Always have been, always will be. So we've been talking for the last two months, really, on the Reiki Patreon about about healing journeys okay so that's why people come to reiki i came to reiki i wanted to learn to relax i wanted to learn to do something for myself that was self-care oriented because i came to reiki nine years ago i was working in broadcasting at the time and that was a stressful career and it was demanding and it took a lot of my time and i thought And I was right. But I thought that if I could learn Reiki, I could do Reiki on myself as a level one Reiki practitioner. And that would give me something to do for self-care. This was before self-care became a buzzword. This was just me going, okay, what would be time effective and cost effective so that I can do something to help myself relax and what little off time I have. And so I found Reiki. Um, I, I tried different things before. I tried cranial sacral, uh, of course, massage. I had tried polarity. I loved polarity. And I did that living in Arizona. And then I moved to Kansas. There's no polarity here. Um, I hope there's polarity wherever I'm going next. (laughs) I really do. I miss it. It's been a decade. Um, But it's also been about nine years since I got into Reiki, just Reiki level one. Um, Like nine years since my first Reiki session. So, and next year, uh, it'll be a decade for me. But Reiki next year, more importantly, will turn 100 years old. In March of 1922 is when Reiki was birthed <laughs> by Dr. Mikeo Usui. And so we'll celebrate the, you know, the 100-year birthday of Reiki next year. Uh, but right now, like, I'm coming to you currently as somebody with nine years of Reiki experience. I am a Reiki master. And also this week, we're celebrating my eighth year of sobriety so notice that i learned reiki and then i found sobriety so you know this brings me to kind of like what we're talking about in the patreon group which is reiki is healing it's gonna bring you healing that does not mean that the healing is gonna be pretty it's not gonna be all you know wine and roses especially in my case i gave up the wine (laughs) I gave up a lot of things, um, but, but required for my healing uh, was, of course, sobriety. And that came in Reiki 2. That's when I finally got sober and, 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 you know, figured things out or started to anyway and got on that path. But in order to get to that, I had to do Reiki 1. In order to do that, I had to just get to Reiki. In order to do that, I had to try all kinds of things, having some kind of spiritual woo-woo awakening that started when I lived in Arizona and ended up with like me, like seeing shamans and getting polarity sessions. And I don't know, I did a lot of things back in 2007, 2008, when all that um, 
I, I was getting very into, you know, new thought and law of attraction back in 2007. Drove my ex nuts with that. <laughs> he did not believe in that. And it's funny because I really don't believe in law of attraction too much today either. I, I think... You know, if I might have to take a look at the roots of law of attraction because I think, I, I suspect anyway, as, as we do with most things, I think we got away from the, the root of it. I think it was bastardized by the secret, which is, that's the place where I jumped on the train. So, um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of vision boards and law of attraction anymore, um, but that was my gateway drug to get into all these spiritual and metaphysical things that I do now like Reiki. So what I wanted to talk about is kind of the light version of what is on the Patreon, which is the healing stuff. So there's two things that I posted to the Patreon. And one of them is piece of hair in my mouth. Don't you hate that? Driving me crazy. (laughs) I can't get it out. Um, So we're just going to deal with it um, and, and know that I have two cats who are always trying to heal me in their own special way. And have left a whisker on my desk here. So in the Reiki Patreon, we're talking about the healing process, the healing crisis, um, which I just alluded to because everybody has this major healing crisis when they go through Reiki 2. Reiki 2 challenges you. It It brings things up to the surface. I promise I can talk. Uh, there's a profound change in Reiki too, but there's always something that happens with Reiki. There's always some kind of healing afoot. You know, you don't have to have a Reiki two level healing crisis, which is usually pretty big. You know, that's where people turn sober (laughs) like me. So there's that. Okay. So there's, there's that healing crisis that we're not going to get into the, the big thing that happens in Reiki 2 because I usually tell people about that when I teach them Reiki 2 and I'm not teaching anybody right now because pandemic. Um, but I want to get into a little bit more of uh, what to expect when Reiki's not so pretty. Because, you know, the sp- people love to make everything in the spiritual and metaphysical space. They love to make it positivity, Pollyanna, and sunshine and roses, and da 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 It's like, so good. I feel so healed. No, if they're really doing the healing work, sometimes it's ugly and you get the runs. Okay? <laughs> Just being bluntly honest and fearless here. By the way, this is the 155th episode <laughs> of the Fearless Five podcast and the 26th episode of the season four. So uh, I go like into way big, deep depth of, you know, what constitutes the healing process in Reiki. And yeah, it's a little bit ugly. Sometimes, yeah, you get the sweats, you get the runs, whatever. Uh, and, you know, this is not medical advice. This is not meant to treat or diagnose any disease or, or get you to not do such things in order to save your life. Um, this, is not, this is not medical. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a mental health therapist. I'm not, you know, a licensed practitioner of anything. I'm a Reiki practitioner. That's an unlicensed modality. Please seek professional help as you need it. Um, so I talking about it in depth in the the podcast i i did two podcasts um for the month of june in the reiki patreon and one talks in depth about reiki academics about healing process and what to expect because sometimes 
you got to expect the unexpected and it's going to be ugly. And then also the second podcast is uh, just a podcast for patrons for the month of June. And it is a Reiki session by proxy. So you listen to it, you receive Reiki and we're doing a meditation this month so that you get your Reiki and your meditation. And it's a little exercise on how to call back the pieces of yourself that are out there. Okay. So I wanted to talk about a different angle here about the healing process of Reiki, since you can get a ton of it on the Reiki Patreon. Um, and I want to quote my, one of my favorite Reiki teachers of all time, Diane Stein, um, who concentrates a lot on feminism and teaching women. And she gets into all kinds of great metaphysical, you know, esoteric type of things, mythical thing, mythical thing, mystical things. Um, and I just I have a lot of her books and, and study her. So she says in her book, Essential Reiki, and this is, oh, which copy is it? There's more than one Essential Reiki, by the way. You can be doubly essential with Reiki. Um, this is the first one. This is not the manual for teachers. This is the regular one uh, by Diane Stein. And it's the brown book cover, if you're looking for it on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. So she says in her book, Sometimes after a healing or during a series of healings, the person or pet animal receiving Reiki treatment begins to detoxify. This is similar to what may happen after the healer's first Reiki attunement. She may develop diarrhea, odorous or discolored stool. See, she goes there. Okay, that's the one good thing about Diane Stein. She talks about increased urination, body odor, temporary skin rash, running nose, and cold symptoms or excessive perspiration. This sounds like one of those drug ads. If you feel these things for more than four hours, no. Um, going on. Diane Stein also says this is a release from the body of dis-ease causing toxins and should be supported rather than stopped. Again, not medical advice. Uh, see your own doctors. The, do your own research. Um, the healer needs to be aware that this may happen and that it does no harm. She should tell her client not to suppress these symptoms with medications, but to let the poisons leave the body in their own way. Again, not medical advice. You know. And sometimes you, if you're having these symptoms, hello, you might need medication and, and you might don't want to be dehydrated. So again, it's personal choice. But Diane Stein goes on to say, a detox generally last a few days. What distinguishes a cleansing reaction from a disease process is that during the cleansing, despite the symptoms, the person still feels well. Advise her to drink frequent glasses of pure water, eat lightly, or do a liquid fast for a few days. After what is termed a healing crisis of this sort, the person feels better than she has in a long time, and her healing is well underway. From this point, the healing of her disease proceeds rapidly. So that's Diane Stein's way of putting it. I always recommend reading her. I don't, I don't teach out of her book. She's one of those people that she's amazing. Um, I don't really teach at this point. We'll just put it that way. Um, because again, pandemic. So every... Reiki teacher has their own way of putting it. My way of putting it is, you know, buyer beware. <laughs> you know, Reiki is not always, you know, crystals and journals. Okay. It's, it's not always the spiritual materialism that you see on Instagram. Reiki is work. It is there to promote your healing. It is there to serve your healing. It is there to help you access your healing. That does not mean it's just pretty like listening to a meditation with wind chimes on insight timer. Okay. This is, 
this is real stuff here. If you want to get into this world, uh, this space where, where Reiki happens or polarity, different kinds of body work, you know that memories are locked in the body. Uh, so for example, tight hips, you're holding onto like family memories, right? That's what that means. Uh, you know, that's one thing carrying the world on your shoulders, tight shoulders. And then there's me, I have tight shoulders because I just have COVID issues, like long COVID issues from sleeping positions and something horrible has transpired in my muscles from all, all the things that have gone on in my chest, my upper chest and back. It's, it's still working its way out. Um, and you know, as you get deeper into this, you learn about sides of the body, meridians, directions, uh, you know, just things that have a little bit more meaning and <laughs> colors, chakras, and you get the picture. Like you start falling down the rabbit hole and actually next month on the Patreon, we're going to talk about chakras which is important. <laughs> I think it's an important and useful thing to understand most of all. And, you know, one of my early teachers way, way back, this is like when destiny architecture was nothing but a seed thought, you know, I just had this belief and I don't, it was based on maybe something I'd read, but there is a famous quote. And I forget the guy who said it, that you are the architect of your own destiny. And I grabbed onto that and then didn't do anything with it until nine years later. Um, when I took coaching, you know, I took a the coaching program in 2016. And so we're going on 15 years here. We added all if you, those, those who are keeping track uh, up in the cheap seats. Um, you know, going on 15 years of me having this journey. So <laughs> I would love to speed it up. Um, I would love to reach mastery or I would love to reach moksha, nirvana, whatever you want to call it. Um, self-realization, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we all want to get there. Um, but where I have gotten is to contentedness, um, to feel, uh, to get better. I don't, uh, to say that I feel calmness in the eye of the storm says it would imply that I already am experiencing moksha. I don't think I'm there yet. I think that we all have maybe fleeting moments of getting to that, that, you know, high point on the period of uh, pyramid, pyramid of self-realization. Like, I think we get there. I think we have glimpses of that level of peace and that's a wonderful thing. Um, but I am more content and I have become more able to, you know, practice more peace and creating more peace in my life, which also meant this year I had to completely change my life and uproot things and completely change everything, everything, you know, that, that happens when you, you nearly die, I guess. Um, <laughs> I came a lot closer than I will ever want to know. Uh, it took me a couple months after the, the, the COVID experience. It took me a couple months to actually find out how really serious it was. Um, but I didn't know at the time. I was like, well, I'm still here. Um, yeah. So that that's what I have gotten from Reiki. There are so many benefits to Reiki, obviously. And it's if you get nothing else out of Reiki, if you get no healing at all, you just think you're not getting healing out of it. <laughs> it's healing you on some level. It's just that you have to, you have to rise to the level where you're ready to consciously receive it, I guess. Uh, you know, and, and if you don't want Reiki, that's, that's fine. You know, Reiki only goes where it's invited basically. 
So there, there is consent with Reiki. If you don't consent to receiving Reiki and, and somebody's sending it to you and you don't consent, you don't receive it. Um, that's as simple as that. You know, it doesn't even have to be a conscious thing. If you're listening to this and you're like, God, this lady's crazy. If she ever sends me Reiki, I'm not taking it. You got it. <laughs> that's, that's that's how it works. So, you know, that's, that's the thing. We're always in charge. Um, you, and again, you are the architect of your own destiny. So um, Reiki, it's been around for almost 100 years. And I think it's become very mainstream. I think there's a ton of people practicing Reiki, tons of kinds of Reiki, 250, I think they said there's that many kinds here in the United States where I'm at. I think that's insane. Reiki is Reiki. Reiki is source energy. It's an intelligent energy that is channeled by the practitioner to the receiver of the Reiki. So there's no need for there to be 250 kinds of Reiki. Source energy is source energy. Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but whatever. Everybody's trying to make a buck, I guess. So <laughs> let's, let's expand the, let's expand uh, the good aspects of Reiki and, and doing it for the right reasons. That's kind of why I'm here. So <laughs> I'm always looking for the authentic experience. I don't want the newly remodeled, revamped, you know, be the first in your market to offer this kind of Reiki. Like, no. And that does exist. Somebody did approach me once like, you'll be the first in your market to teach this kind of Reiki. And I was like, dude, I teach Reiki. Like, what, what are you talking about? Uh, there's not another kind of Reiki. There's not a new kind of Reiki. No way. Like, oh, there's so much weird. So much weirdness on the internet. But anyway, uh, you know, if you want to know more in-depth Reiki stuff, that's what the Patreon is for. I'm going to talk about it on the Fearless Five every once in a while. So you get a little dose of Reiki here and there. <laughs> but uh, if you want a Reiki by proxy session, that's in the Patreon. And I love doing those and doing, doing them in the Patreon. And I like to offer... Well, I love to offer the Reiki academics sessions as well. So the Patreon purpose is to teach about Reiki and get people to experience Reiki. You don't have to be a certain level of Reiki. If you've never had Reiki before and you just stumbled onto this podcast and this is your first introduction to it, you don't need to be pre-qualified. You don't need a prerequisite to join the Reiki Patreon. You can be somebody who's never experienced Reiki. You'll experience it in the Patreon when I do the Reiki by proxy recordings that I put up. They're MP3s. So you can just listen to them and experience Reiki. That way you can learn about Reiki. That way I don't attune people online. That's bullshit. That doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I don't care who you are and if Jesus came down and sat beside you and said that you can teach Reiki online. You can't. It doesn't operate that way. It never has in 99 years. Remember, 99 years ago, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have a way for you to buy a DVD and have it sent to you and attune you in your DVD player. Okay, that stuff... Oh yeah, that existed nine years ago too. Um, you know, that stuff didn't exist 99 years ago. In 99, you know, in 1922, Mikhail Yusui was making Reiki teachers. He was teaching people. He was attuning them. And it was passed from the teacher's hands to the student's hands. It was channeled from the teacher to the student. End of story. You learned, you read, you wrote, you practiced the symbols, whatever. But it was only practiced person to person. There was no online 
there was no by proxy. There was, there was distance Reiki, of course, but there was not, you know, this, this, I will attune you online thing that didn't exist when Reiki began. And it's important to know Reiki's history and Reiki's roots and that it has been very badly colonized here in the United States. You know, you have white people who are just making this shit up. They're creating new kinds of Reiki and they're monetizing it. And that's wrong. Reiki is a Japanese art. That's why I put the traditional names on destinyarchitecture.com. I don't sell distance Reiki. I sell in Kaku Churio. <laughs> that's the traditional Japanese name. You know, I, I, if I'm going to teach something, I'm going to teach it right. I'm going to teach it in the authentic way. I'm not going to make up Heather Larson's Reiki and teach the Heather Larson style of Reiki and become somebody who charges you $3,000 to learn it in a weekend. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's just, you don't learn all of the levels of Reiki in a weekend either, but I'm going off on tangents now. I should stop. Um, cause that's not really what this podcast is about. This podcast was supposed to be about healing and what that means in Reiki. And that sometimes it's not pretty. And then also, you know, just wanted to put you on the Patreon because the Patreon is designed to be a global community where we teach Reiki the right way, you know, person to person. And though I'm not going to, you know, certify you or attune you online, I'm going to teach you as much as I possibly can over the internet so that you can learn about Reiki. And then maybe wherever you are in the world, you find somebody who actually can attune you. And you can find somebody who can experience you know, who can you, who can do hands-on Reiki with you? Cause what I'm offering right now is just distance Reiki. You know, I'm just doing distance Reiki. I'm just doing this Reiki community online with the Patreon to see where it leads, you know, cause I think that we need to put more authentic Reiki out in the world and we need to teach people about it and we need to get people experiencing it and not having people be intimidated by having to get a session. Um, it, or having to take a class, you don't have to become a practitioner. That's kind of what I'm putting out there. Like you just, you just come by and experience Reiki. Just check it out. Just check it out. See what it's all about. Cause I give you things to read. I give you things to listen to. I give you videos to watch and I give you sessions by proxy. I give you the Reiki academics and that's the purpose of the Patreon is to spread the Reiki. The more, you know, the more you can get to it. So the link is at destinyarchitecture.com and you can follow on Twitter at sign fearless5pod at sign destinyarch1 and that's gonna do it for the 26th episode in season four of the Fearless 5 podcast. And remember you are the architect of your own destiny. <laughs>